your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. All right, this is Legendary Marriage Podcast, Season 1, Episode 13, Merry Christmas to you. Enjoy. So, babe, I am... (laughs) First of all, we're laughing about lube. (laughs) And what is... That's the first thing you're going to say on our Christmas podcast. What? Well, we were wondering what could make it more (laughs) Christmassy. Some sort of... Mur? No, no, no. We were listening to the podcast intro music just to kind of get us in the framework. And then I played this Christmas song and she and Danielle looked at me like, what are you doing? I said, just getting this lubed up, ready to talk about Christmas. It was just a Christmas poor choice, lube. Poor choice oh, of words. Please, let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about packing. That's a packing. Little... You're going to move from lube to packing. Okay. Please. I'm trying to change the subject. Can you help me? I have no good transition from lube to packing. I don't know how to talk about it's, that. It's like on a, on a news show where they, where they may have to turn the hard corner. They're like, and everyone on board died. In other news, a recipe released by Martha Stewart is giving everyone <laughs> hemorrhoids. You know, <laughs> don't say that about Martha. That would never happen. Oh, Martha, I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Justin came up with the edict today that we could only have three bags for packing our giant minivan for a week and a half of a Christmas trip across the country. It was not an edict. <sighs> It's it was so... a request. It was a request okay. to simply not have us packed to the gills for two adults and two little kids. It's coziness. It's a trip. It's coziness. It makes you feel cozy in the van when it's packed. It makes to the... me feel claustrophobic. Okay. Here's the deal. I like to have... We're going into a totally different climate that's going to have snow and we need snow pants and like multiple boots and all kinds of stuff. And I just feel so like I have this minivan for a reason to be packed to the gills, to have everything I would ever want or desire on that the thing's going to be your tomb, honey. But I did get in a car accident the other day. But luckily, it was in your car, not my minivan. (laughs) It's so fun that you was in my car. I'm so glad. (sighs) But I'm okay. There. So that's a whole other story. Wait. See, I I see what you did there. You tried to distract me. Tried to get me off the whole pack to the gills the minivan thing. Fine, we'll do that. So Danielle isn't as good a driver as I am. Whoa. <laughs> I am a wonderful driver. Somebody sideswiped me and they took off. There is this um, entrance to the highway near our home where instead of one lane getting on, it's two lanes 
that both get onto the highway. Yeah. And every time we go up there, you it, always hold your breath. Kind you're of. always like, man, is the person in the lane next to me, whether whichever lane you're in, you're always worried that the person is just going to be like, ah, there's only one lane. I'm going to just do whatever I'm going to do. And sure enough, somebody did it to Danielle. Yeah. But here's the thing. Not a scratch on the car. And I totally the guy got hit her swat, hard side swiped. Yeah. The guy hit her hard enough to push her off the road a bit. Yeah. Um, it pushed me off the ramp onto the access so road. So she calls me and I, you know, I jump in the van and I run over to where she is and there's not a scratch on the car. I'm looking, I'm, I'm checking every gap, everything to make sure, like figure out what's going on. And I finally noticed that the mirror is just a little loose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd angels, like to say... Angels, baby. I'd like to say that the Clarence. superior Zoom Zoom design of my Mazda um, kept you safe, but I it, it's one of those things where every day as part of my spiritual practice, I, I ask for protection over all that we have and everything that we... Do and all everywhere we go and everything, and I mean it's one of those where that very it very seriously could have been a real ugly scenario, mm-hmm. and so I'm just I just thank God for thank God that. and Clarence. Ah, <laughs> oh, Clarence. For those of every you every time know. a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. It's a wonderful life. That's right, Susan. That's right. And for for those of you that swear off, it's a wonderful life because it's black and white. You're wrong. You're missing out. You're wrong. It's awesome. It is a long, beautiful, wonderful movie. It is long. It's about two and a half hours, isn't it? Yeah. So So back to packing. No, no, no. Let's not go back to packing. Oh, Let's go back to um, Christmas movies. And we're talking about It's a Wonderful Life. And Allie, she watched Home Alone. Uh, I think this three and a half times in less than 24 hours that may give us parent of the year awards for letting our five-year-old watch <laughs> home alone. There are a few four letter words in there. There were like, I, I, like I think we really need to, I downloaded the app for that vid angel thing. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not sure about this. It seems like it's a little hokey. I, I don't know if, if anybody out there has played with that, um, oh, let us drop know us a note think. or something. Let us know what you think. And so just just leading up to Christmas, there's always certain movies that we love to watch. And just... You it, know, the great Christmas classics. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. White Christmas. Die Hard. Yeah. At Home Alone. Elf. National Lampoon's Christmas. Sure, sure. Frosty. Rudolph. You, you got to get oh, them all yeah. in there. Frosty. Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, Charlie Brown. Um, and... I just, I'm a firm believer of just the lead up and the anticipation of Christmas. Sure. It's so much more fun than even Christmas Day. I mean, I know, like, it's fun, you know, giving and getting presents and, you know, Santa and your celebration and going to church and, and you know, the true reason for the season um, oh, are Jesus you rhyming? For, are you rhyming? I was like, no, I'm not trying to rhyme. I'm just saying, I think the lead up and the anticipation of Christmas blows the actual Christmas day out of the water. Like, I just love the lead up to Christmas. It's just so much fun. 
And I know there's lots of other people out there. They've got their traditions of, you know, doing Christmas lights or, um, you know, we went on a little sleigh ride thing and that was so much fun. And, you know, everybody's got their fun lead up, you know, fun advent calendars or traditions like that or um, trimming that the tree. Elf on the shelf thing. Like every year, right about this time, I go, hey, that's kind of interesting. Like it's off my radar until just a couple days before Christmas. Okay. So here's my thing with Elf on a Shelf. We don't do Elf on a Shelf, but um, some other parents weigh in with us and tell us what's so great about Elf on a Shelf. Because my understanding is the elf like does naughty things while you're sleeping. Yeah. Don't we have enough mess and naughty things going on in our house? There was a Why? picture on Facebook earlier that had the elf. It. It, the elf was posed like he was squatting and dropping Hershey kisses out no, of his butt no. on, onto a cookie. Please. No. What? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm glad we don't do that. Then. That's dumb. <laughs> but you know what? All the moms in my mom's group, there was like a couple of them. They do with the elf on the shelf. And the majority of us were kind of like... No, we don't need any more mischief or things to forget to do um, during Christmas time. Um, But the general consensus was no elf on the shelf. Yeah. Um, Because it was A, just a lot of work, and B, not sure it's in line with the Christmas sentiment that we want to bring home to the kiddos. So maybe yeah. some maybe some people out there have some great elf on a shelf stories and redeeming stories and I'd love to hear those but from what I've heard they were to pass on elf on a shelf. I mean there I have the curiosity about it cuz sure. I've never actually read the thing or whatever I don't know anything about it. But I also have kind of put it in the same category as uh creepy haunted dolls. That do things at night that, that and like watch their eyes you. move and and like, yeah, you, like that yeah. it just like makes the hair on my arm stand on end a little bit. Yeah, the elf th- on a shelf is creepy. I think the elf is supposed to report back to Santa or something, and it's watching you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know, man. That that part of Santa just creeped me out as a kid. He's always watching you. I remember my mom being like, "Yo, God, he's always watching you." Well, now I'm uncomfortable. Now I don't feel safe. <laughs> but it's okay if God's always watching you. Sure. I mean, just the general watching you thing, even with God, kind of makes me... It, it's, 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 I, don't, I don't know. Really? Now I've got some stuff. Maybe I've just got some stuff. I'll have to talk to my counselor. Yeah, you do have to call your counselor about that. So here's my question. What areas of life besides Christmas... Um, need a little bit more of that anticipation instead of like, I know me, myself, I can be really impatient about something like I just, I want this and I want it now. Um, but I'm wondering what areas of life might we need a little bit more of that anticipatory Mm. feeling instead of the impatient feeling. I was just thinking about how I can get with um, my health journey, whether it's being on a special diet or a special workout plan or whatever. And it's like if within a week I'm not feeling like, ooh, these jeans fit better or, 
you know, I've got so much more energy. It's like, oh, forget it. <laughs> like, there's no like, oh, I'm so excited that a year from now I'm going to be, you know, kicking booty and taking names. And, you know, I don't know. What about you? I, 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 I'm I'm reading it a different way as you're talking about oh, it. Okay. Actually, the the anticipation to me is more about the savoring what comes yeah. before the result. Like, like, uh, man, I I like getting presents. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, <laughs> gifts aren't my number one love language, but I like Christmas morning. If I had my yeah. way, I believe that Christmas should be just ridiculous lavish. Yeah. And then that's not to say blow your budget, spend a bunch of money, and it has to be a pile of presents a mile high. Right. It's just the whole, I know a lot of people do like a four-part four, four part thing, like something you want, something you need, something for somebody else, and I can never remember what the other one is. It's like a um, an activity or something but like that. But the whole that. something you need, like, no. <laughs> you don't want anything no. you need? There, there, are, And when I think about the pair, you know, what, the gift represents. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Christmas is about the birth of Christ. Sure. Yes, a gift that we need. Uh huh. Um, but but in a way that's so not underwear and socks. Mm. Right. Like. Like think the about the gifts that Jesus got. He got myrrh, frankincense, gold, like all these crazy lavish things. Yeah. He didn't get like diapers yeah. or something. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't <laughs> like, uh, you know, it wasn't like God gave us a a little gift certificate for sin or whatever. Right. <laughs> it wasn't like, a, okay, you get a free pass. Yeah. You know? It was, it was a big, beautiful story. Right. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the most precious gift that we, that we get. Is life that a, a child, right? Um, and it, it's just it's extravagant. Christmas is extravagant. The birth of Christ is extravagant. The story of of who he is, and not just what he did, but what he represents and what he means to to our faith, to our life, to to the world. How he's shaped the world. It's not a underwear and socks kind of a thing. Here's my question that I, I that I immediately come up with. Yeah, I love that. The idea of like God's gift to us was extravagant, way over the top. And how do we love each other well and lavish extravagance when maybe we don't have the resources to be yeah. able to do that? Um, I'm wondering if there's a way to do that, but not spend a bunch of money. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd love some gold and some, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff, but uh, you know, it's probably we, not we the have budget. This joke. We have this joke that if, if Ivor took Daniel outside on Christmas morning and pointed at a, a Lexus with a red bow on it in the driveway, she'd probably kill me. <laughs> I, on the other hand, if, if you took me out there and, and there was a, a, a brand new grand Cherokee, mm. I would be, over the moon. Yeah, sure. I would wonder how the heck he made that happen because yeah. I know our finances right now and th- yeah. that it didn't add up. Yeah. That doesn't add up. But you know, yeah, I think I think yes, in all in all humility, in all modesty, in all all 
you know, as, as believers, we, we, we don't put money and stuff at the top of our, mm-hmm. of our list, but it is, I had a mentor years ago who said, no, Justin, money isn't everything, but it is the main thing. It is the main way that we express, uh, and he was talking about the employment relationship and everything. Um, it is the way we express a lot of things. Our money is tied to a lot of things. It's a, there's a reason why it's talked about a lot in scripture and, and we talk about it a lot. Sure. It's because it, it cuts right to the heart of things, right? Money is right at the heart of marriage, if if you if you can't get on the same page about your finances, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna put a wedge between you. It's at the heart of our faith journey in a lot of ways. You know, it's what? at the heart of a lot of things. So uh, there is that piece, and I'm not saying again, not saying got to go out and drop a bunch of money on presents, but you know, if if I could, I would. I I would love to just go out and and be Oprah. You get a car, and you get a you know, you get a thing and you get a thing and you get a thing and you get a thing. And, you know, I would love to just be crazy. Honey, I need, generous. I think you need to stick to your Jimmy Stewart impression because that Oprah one was. No, no, I want a big one. <laughs> okay, do uh, your Jacob Marley impression. No, 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 no. It's the time isn't right. So we're talking, <laughs> you know, speaking of money and the meaning of Christmas, let's, let's talk about a Christmas carol. Um, no, so. I, there is the the idea of giving tangible gifts. Sure. But more than that, like what I'm anticipating about Christmas is sitting around with a hot cup of coffee, wearing our pajamas, just in that magical time. The thing about Christmas that's magical for me is there's no place else that I have to be. Mm-hmm. It's one of the very few days every year when I can turn off every internal critic and every should and ought to and to-do list item and an open loop in my head about work and and everything else and just be completely deeply fully richly present Mm, i love it um it's it's and if we do stuff great and if we don't that's great too and we, we just we watch movies and we play board games and we tell stories and we Play with the kids and and open presents is just a part of that. Sure. That's what I'm anticipating. And cinnamon rolls. Oh, gosh. Was that a good oh, gosh, or a bad Well, it's just I've been eating terribly. Oh, okay. For like two right. weeks. Well, it's not and for so another week, like Kenny. that, my, my gut is just like... Bleh. Anyway. <laughs> what a great note to end on, honey. And however that end. So I I just, it wouldn't be a, it's not Christmas for me without a Charlie Brown Christmas. So I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to play this clip from a Charlie Brown Christmas and hopefully we won't get sued. Rats. You've been dumb before Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. What a treat. (laughs) I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree.
Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Classic. Can we not get teary-eyed just listening no, to I, Linus? I <laughs> And the fact that that gets broadcast uh, across the world on television every year. I love Straight it. up gospel presentation at the end of a, of a TV show and millions and millions and millions of people see it every year. Um, uh, yeah, I love it. I, 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 I don't want to make any more of that than, than George Schultz did. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. thank you, God, for George Schultz. There you go. And we just wanted to drop that there and, and along with a blessing. May the blessings of Christmas be with you. May the Christ child light your way. May God's holy angels guide you and keep you safe each day. The light of the Christmas star to you, the warmth of home and hearth to you, the cheer and goodwill of friends to you, the hope of a childlike heart to you, the joy of a thousand angels to you, the love of the sun and God's peace to you. May you be blessed with the spirit of the season, which is peace, the gladness of the season, which is hope and the heart of the season, which is love. May peace and plenty be the first to lift each latch on your door. And happiness be guided to your home by the candle of Christmas. This Christmas, may you have walls for the wind and a roof for the rain and drinks beside the fire, laughter to cheer you and those you love near you and all that you, your heart may desire. The magic of Christmas lingers on, though childhood days have passed. Upon the common round of life, a Holy Spirit is cast. May you never forget what is worth remembering or remember what is best forgotten. May the Virgin and her child lift your latch on Christmas night. May you be as contented as Christmas finds you all the year round. May joy and peace surround you, contentment latch your door, and happiness be with you and bless you evermore. From our home and our hearts and our family to yours, have a merry, merry Christmas. 
Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.